This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we chat all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships all the way to the adult industry itself. I'm Sylvia Sage, and this is my Pornspective, answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. Get ready, because Sexy Funny Raw starts now. That's my line. <laughs> I just like feeling a part of the crowd. I'm a part of something. It's so nice. Yeah, it feels good. You Very can be good. like an honorary Latina. Oh, can I? Yeah. All right. I feel like I've had sex with enough Latinas. I love having sex with Latina men, actually. They're such good lovers. And I feel oh, like they're amazing. I feel like out That's of why the, we have so many babies. And out of the penis game, there might be my top tier penises. I am respectfully going to disagree with you. Really? What's your top tier penis? Um, uh, well, I mean, not to get super ethnic, but like I love black eyes. Okay. But I find Latinos are hit or miss so all over the mm. map. I mean, there's some Latinos that are just like, are you okay? I guess <laughs> like, I've only been with like high functioning Latino like If men. it's South American men, typically, and this is demographic research, whatever. Right. I'm not. <laughs> He's like, down. I have traveled. Yes. <laughs> I have done the research. I have done that. <laughs> I'm a dick scientist. Yeah. Uh, But uh, uh, South American men are typically very hung. Like Brazilians are like thunk. But see, that's how I, every Latino man I've ever slept with has had a thunk. And like, and a, and a knowledge behind it. It's like, it's. Well, because it's like the movement, the dancing, it's the passion. It's all of it. Again, that's why we have so many babies. We can't stop. No, it's true. All right. Well, um, um, welcome back to another episode of Sexy Funny Raw. Uh, I am here. I am joined by Alexander, uh, my co host, my producer, um, my love of my life. Uh, Helps get me through so many things. Thank you for being here for me, Alexander. Um, And also, uh, we are having one guest on our show today, and it's because he is such a powerhouse. We needed no other guest to make this show happen. Uh, Welcome to the show, Mr. AJ Sloan. (laughs) (laughs) He's so shy. He's so not shy, but he's shy. He's adorable. He is not shy. That was quite the introduction. I'm really honored to be here. I'm actually not done with your introduction. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. Mm-mm. Because Mr. AJ Sloan is porn's newest obsession. AJ came into the industry just last year and jumped right into riding the OnlyFans wave during COVID. Soon after, though, he made his gay professional debut with Treasure Island and Christian Bior. Is that how I pronounce that? Bjorn. Yes, Bjorn. Bjorn. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. He is a porn unicorn, a true verse who can take it just as sexily as he can give it. It's so true. It is true. It Off was screen, so good. Off screen, you can find him hiking mountains and museums and just take a look on his Instagram for those ass pics along the way. Literally on the trail, like with people walking around and there's his butt. Yeah, yeah, you can thank me for that. Uh, AJ was forced, uh, like so many others during the pandemic, to shift gears from his career in the New York art scene to choosing to spend some time living abroad in Spain for nine months, to soaking up the sun in Palm Springs, to hitting the industry hard, all pun intended. Welcome (laughs) our guest, AJ Sloan. He is such a newbie in the business. I know, but, but coming in hard... Like we said, Ooh. all of the pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say he has become one of my hiking buddies. Uh, so I am the one taking those ass shots, uh, typically. Uh, and recently we had a, a mother 
we had hiked to the top of this mountain right over Malibu and there was like a mother daughter combo and the mom was like oh will you take a picture of me really quick and I was like yeah and then he's like he's like I really want to get a picture of my ass right here I'm like let's just go let's go like 10 feet over this direction away from the children and we can take pictures of asses but yeah now have you already always had by the way very successful Mm -hmm. Um, have you always had like that kind of exhibitionist quality like energy Kinda. I mean, like you said, I'm shy, but also I'm kind of like showing off uh, the assets that I was given. <laughs> so yeah, it, it does go back. Well, and you truly, I've met some verses in the industry, mm-hmm. and at home they usually just like one or the other. But you truly enjoy both aspects of being a top and being a bottom. Oh god, yeah, my favorite's flip fucking all day long. That's so much work. I it's think so that fun. that would it's be just the. Like a that's. I agree. I mean, honestly, I'm typically only fucking men, but I love when a man will let me fuck him. I like because it's a it's a shift in energy. It's a shift in energy. And I like someone like letting me dominate. And, you know, and so I like how do you being, do that. Do you put like a strap on for sure? Oh, there's always a way. Yeah. And you're doing it to, to straight men. Yes. And they okay. well straight. Um, I don't know what. That's again with we just did a show about labels. It's like it's like how how straight is that? It's still a woman, but you're still getting your ass fucked. I mean, so I don't know. Has no like label, just yes, right? Well, yeah, the G spot. Like it's sci- again. We're here science. with the science. We're here with the science. We're here for the science. more you know. Yeah, reading but, rainbow. Like, a man's G spot. So like <laughs> women will put their fingers in their straight guy's yes. ass, and uh, it feels good. It, I'm strictly <laughs> never a bottom. No. Oh. But you don't even let fingers. This is like no. so mind I think I have a tilted anus because <laughs> it just, it feels so awful. Nobody has ever successfully been able to do anything. Anything. Mm-mm. I think that's more of a mental thing for you. But I don't know. We'll just have to visit that on another day. Anyway. Were you always, <laughs> like when you first started having gay sex, were you always <laughs> verse? Or were you doing something first and then you discovered something else uh, i think as a teen i was a big old bottom i, I think that's how we all get introduced is to it the bed. i don't know that alexander's like that's not how i was not introduced. At all. Well, that was my introduction so yeah. Right yeah. You, you, you were having sex as a teenager was it like a school chum was it did I say school chum? chum i don't know what hello hello is. governor school chum <laughs> yeah? is good, chum, eh? <laughs> do it up the bum my, my boyfriend was in college i was one of those oh. Oh, with the older boys but that's i lost my virginity to someone else so Okay, well, now we have to hear the story. Well, right. Mm. I was working at a cafe, and one of my, uh, I guess, customers asked me out, and I failed to tell my boyfriend at the time that I was going on this other date, and that's how I lost my virginity. Wait, when did you come out? I came out when I was uh, 17. So fairly young. Did you date women before this? No. Wow, so you were a platinum gay. So your first sexual platinum. experience was with a man. Yes. Love, love that for you. Now, did you. you just like come out to everybody at once, or what was what was that like? No, I, it wasn't really that intense. Uh, I told my friends one at a time. Um, a lot of them already knew. Obviously, I wasn't really hiding much. Um, Were you like the tap dancing friend? Is that why like everyone knew? Like <laughs> that that's what I'm saying. Like well, I mean, what was that? You're like everyone kind of already knew. So I don't know. I was artsy, and the neighborhood I grew up in was very bohemian, very uh, art oriented. But okay. yeah, I was always doing crew at the nearest theater. What's crew? 
crews backstage for. Oh, okay. uh, it's usually lesbians. Yeah, it's, I was, yeah, it's usually lesbians that are the crew, like with the short haircuts and they're like in the black jeans and the keychain with like. Okay. So they're like building sets as you're doing the show. I mean, okay. they're like hardcore. Like it's very true. I thought of like men rowing in college. Isn't that crew? No, that's the whole. <laughs> that is crew. Yeah. yeah. Going on. <laughs> yeah. I love crew because their arms and then they get out of the raft and their, their legs are still like two toothpicks. You're like, wow. Oh. <laughs> is that the truth? I guess I've never seen him get out of the because boat. Because that's all they're doing. Yeah, true, true, true. I mean, I'm just, whatever, but it's <laughs> usually a disappointment. <laughs> I mean, so girls, I think, have bigger problems with guys with chicken legs than than, than gay guys. Like, if it, I mean, I'm joking, mm. but if a guy has, like, skinny legs, I'm like, eh, I, I mean, don't really care. I don't know about that because I think women, uh, they're even if a guy has skinny legs, he's usually not wearing shorts. I feel like men with skinny, like, straight men with skinny legs are not wearing shorts. But you're a gay man, so you're like flamboyant enough to wear shorts do you know what i'm saying yeah i mean well but straight men have awful fashion sense so they will yeah. wear shorts my mom was in a deep sure. relationship and i don't know how like two years into it um he wore shorts for the first time to like a family picnic and his legs were so skinny and so white she <laughs> oh was, like, yeah she dumped him <laughs> well i can understand if skinny and pale and white like just don't bring them out like you haven't brought them out ever keep them to where they are that's fine like if you're going to cover it for the majority of the time, yeah. cover it for yeah. all the time, unless it's in private spaces. Oh, my God. That was so mean of me. I just said a really mean no, thing. No, because don't... you're saying what turns you on. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being honest about that. Yeah, that's true. I mean. I like all safe shapes and sizes and colors, but not pale. Pale is the one I won't. Yeah. <laughs> Ansel. <laughs> all right. So you had sex. Uh, young-ish. 17, is that young? That's not young. No. I feel like everyone else I know lost a virginity like way younger than 17. I was 15. I was the last one of my friends. Like the only person in my high school I felt like who hadn't had sex. But you grew up like in Kansas. There was nothing else to do but like drink, have sex. Yeah. Yeah. And do drugs. Oh, oh, well. Yeah. (laughs) There's a bonus. (laughs) So you were later in life. Yeah, I'm not, I'm a prude. You know that. Well, I mean, I would not call you a prude <laughs> so <how did laughs> from the stories I know. <laughs> this is a man who will walk into a um, a retail store and have sex with the person <laughs> checking him out. I don't know so. what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, see, I don't hear these stories because I hang, I hang out with him too. And he's, he's like the model perfect, like, yes, sir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't get crazy. He doesn't like get drunk. Get he doesn't. Yeah, I get dr- you see me drunk. No, Mm-mm. I don't know if I've ever seen you drunk. Being he's like honest, the same. he's just like I'm really drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> Should we file our taxes? And I mean, he's like so responsible. I don't file my own taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you file taxes? I got a tax guy. If you don't, I, I file my own taxes. <laughs> shall we? Shall we with this? <laughs> my tax guy for years used to drink my pee. Is the is the story behind that? Payments, payment. I, thank you. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if you would have brought somebody else's pee if he would have known. Like no, this, that's a man. Because pee. I would go when I got there. He would like, have was a cup. It live? Yeah. Like he would have the oh. cup ready there in the office, and he wanted me to do it in front of him, but I drew the line, and I was like, no. I'm going to go to the bathroom and pee in this cup, and then I will bring it to you. Behind so, yeah. this door. Yes. Yeah. I have like. 
I don't know. I don't know what I have. It's not class. <laughs> you know, I recently, um, I didn't realize how much my personality was um, until other people have started telling me that like I'm a outrageous human. And I always thought, because I was shadowed behind Wes, and I always mm. thought Wesley was the outrageous of us too. And I was the, I was the, 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 the one behind us, like uh, making sure that we had enough money to get home, and we that could, was like, always you. Know? It still is you. Like uh, even though we've gotten like really fucked up when we've gone yeah. out, you've always been like the mothering figure. Well, yeah, I definitely. Or still like, I mean, it. not like age wise, but like yeah, big sister. I know like what you, mean. you made sure that we all made it to your house safe. Yeah, and then you fed us like it was like four in the morning, <laughs> and you were like, "Okay, eat up." <laughs> yeah, you're grounded. <laughs> I, I definitely do do that, but I think I didn't realize how much of my personality is is wild until I was like with some comedy and porn people mm. and my porn friend was trying to be like less porny and I was like oh like making porn jokes and she was like god when you're around she was like you just bring out like the the side of me I always try to like um like keep in you know she was like I just don't want everyone to think I'm just like this porn girl and I'm like fuck it we suck dick like let's yeah, talk right. about the dicks we suck <laughs> like why are we not discussing this but it is funny when we're with somebody that takes a lot of the energy yeah and and you feel like that is your role you just kind of slip into yeah. that role and it's just like you know when you break up or whatever and you're just like on your own yeah like I used to be so codependent and it's only until the last like five years that yeah. I was like you know I don't need anybody mm -hmm. and it's personality uh confidence everything just went through the roof because yeah. That. Yeah, I feel that. Well, my confidence is through the roof, and I've been single for 14 years. So, yeah, maybe it is that. I think being alone does make you um, a stronger person. And we even talked about you the other day because it's like, you know, she really has got it going on, and, like, she is strong. She doesn't she doesn't need to be around. There's a difference between being alone and then being lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think you're lonely. I think, you know, it's like this is my time. I'm going to focus on stuff. I'm going to work out. I'm going to make sure, you know, I'm financially responsible. I'm going to travel when I want to. Yeah. I mean, that's an amazing life. The only thing I will say is I do miss having a travel buddy. I miss yeah. somebody who will go and do those things with me, but I also, like, I'm not trying to pay for everybody to go do these things yeah. with me. Like, and that's where I feel like I'm at in life is because I'm like, I have Isn't to like pay for my friends to yeah. come with me because they can't afford to go do the things I want to do. Especially after COVID. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally get that. And, you know, having a good travel buddy is it just it's it's so much easier. Well, and someone you can fuck along the way. That's, oh, oh, is that not what we all want from travel I buddies? Like a, I was like, I'll be your travel buddy. Do we not want travel buddies we can have sex with? Or at least somebody who's going to help you get laid along the way. Yeah, 100%. Right. Yeah. Who can, like, tag team you out to somebody. Is that, is that not appropriate to say? Is tag yeah, teaming you're out? describing the ideal friend, right? Yeah. Oh, well, literally. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, we're talking about, like, career changes and yes. life choices. Yes. It's not like you were 17 and you're like, oh, that sex was really good. Let me get into mm. porn. What was that kind of shift? When, when was the first opportunity that you had to be like, oh, let's let's do this? You mean transition to porn? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, all my friends know that I'm a very open and very sex positive person, and I'm really not shy in that aspect. Mm -hmm. uh, I was working in, you know this, uh, working in an art gallery, and then COVID happened, as you read. And yeah, all my friends were saying, you should start an OnlyFans. And I was like, no. <laughs> okay. Funk. <laughs> Look <Yeah>. at it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we know the rest of the story. <clears throat> A lot of our mutual friends have gotten into OnlyFans or Just mm -hmm. for Fans or Fansite. And what a lot of people don't realize, it's just not some magic overnight success. No. Everyone's like, oh, you can make thousands of dollars a month. And yes, you can. With a fan base. Yeah. It takes time, though. It really yeah. takes time. I mean, and it takes also, smart. I went to Spain for so long. And like, 
I don't recommend going to Spain when you want to start a career in porn, especially Valencia. It's great, great oranges, great beaches. But, but is it's there definitely not, not where you go to. Is there <laughs> not a porn scene there? I thought yeah, there was. Everybody's having sex. Uh, yeah. Barcelona, Valencia. yes. Madrid, oh, Barcelona. Kinda, Valencia, no. So, like, yeah, near the mm. end, I went to Barcelona and started filming a bunch, and that was right before I came to LA. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. God. Now, do, do but you, the rest you speak of Spanish, relaxation I'm, was I'm great. I'm assuming. Oh, God. I learned when I moved there. I took some in high school, but. Um, I have to say, I, I read all the subtitles on Netflix now, and I understand like good eighty percent of them. <laughs> what is the difference between um, having sex with an American and having sex with a, a, a Valencian? A, a Valencian is that what you would call it? I wish Valencian, yeah, just like the oranges, because they're more open sexually, obviously, than um, Americans. They're a lot more passionate. Okay, it's it's that a lot rhythm, more intense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So not, they don't all have rhythm. I mean. If you're lucky. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a very, even the people there that aren't religious, it's a, like the Mediterranean is a very, like, heavily Catholic-influenced area. Okay. Um, so I feel like there's a lot of, God, closet cases. How do you say that in Spanish? Catholics are fucking, though. Catholics are not shy about their sexuality oh, like either. A, a brothel going on at Vatican City. Like, yeah. Like, all hours of the day. Well, we know how many cover-ups the church has I mean, all, to, all uh, they have to do is go say, I'm sorry, and then they're, like, forgiven, you know? So they can do whatever they want in that religion, I feel like. <laughs> Don't hold, they just hold, have to go repent so or something? You're like, Father, yeah. I'm sorry because I have sinned, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, I, I, I had my first reconciliation. And literally, you would say, oh, I, I killed a man. And then, like, say three Hail Marys. That was what like you said at your, your first confession. You <laughs> yeah. <killed a> man. <laughs> With kindness. <laughs> so wh what made you move to Spain? And then what made you m move back? Uh, I have friends there. And I lost my job to COVID. Mm. Uh, I was in New York. And shit was getting crazy there. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. I, just I can't to even believe you away. were able to just go for that long, especially during COVID. Because I feel like travel was a uh, yeah, especially traveling abroad during that time. Did you go right in March, right when things were shutting down? I moved. I was up in the air during the uh, insurrection. What is it? The insurrection? The, the, January yeah, 6th. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. When, when I landed, everyone's like, oh, you escaped just in time. Oh, it was during that. So, so it was a little a after. And everything, yeah. Wow. I've never lived abroad. I wouldn't really? even know. No. Oh, I recommend I it. think you would do well in like France. I'll travel enough. Yeah, my problem is... Uh, it would be the food for me. It's because I have such a sensitive stomach. Anytime I travel, I always feel like I have a real problem. Girl, I mean, <laughs> we're on a few different pages, <laughs> a few pages between us. Right. But when I went to Europe for two weeks, I lost 10 pounds because the food was so atrocious and I'm so picky. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm we're just not. I'm super picky. I honestly, when I travel abroad, I started bringing my own like yeah. snacks because yeah. I can't do it. I just, my stomach is so sensitive. And especially in London, I was staying in my girlfriend's uh, house and in London, everything is super small. The bathrooms are so tiny. And the and food is so awful people just don't understand how awful the food is i just i was so uncomfortable because i was like i just destroying their bathroom every day <laughs> like it's just not a comfortable place to be for me i just i just need basics i need i just need you to have some fruit and some bread for me and then i'll survive like i just i'll make it but i just yeah i don't think i could live abroad because i don't think i could my stomach could physically handle the differences um, but again, going back to our subject of career choices, like you, you were doing well in, in the medical industry. Mm, I wouldn't say doing well. I would say I was doing the bare minimum is what I would say I was doing. Because you weren't passionate about no, it. No, not at all. And I was also like a, I mean, I still drink and I still smoke weed, but I was like a really heavy into like getting 
really fucked up. Like I was blacking out on a regular uh, basis. I was doing uh, like harder drugs. Like I was just doing a lot of things that weren't in a good place. So for me, it was like a massive switch. My whole family thought I was out of my mind leaving. Well, for one, I didn't just leave medicine. I also left a long-term relationship. I had been uh, I had been with this man for five years. We had had a, we bought a home together. Um, what? Yeah. So I've I never heard that. I left a lot of like like normalcy and then I was like nope I'm moving to Los Angeles I'm gonna be a stand-up comedian and then six months later I was like oh and a porn actress and my family's like what what are you why what has happened like they thought my mental breakdown was my life change at 30 but for me my mental breakdown happened at 24 my mental breakdown happened several years earlier and then it was just finding out who I was and I don't think I truly knew who I was until my mid thirties, if I'm being honest, like I don't feel like I gained my own perspective because I was still so scared to be anything outside of what I thought I was supposed to be. And again, with 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 labels, you know. Yes. On last show. Yes, one hundred and ten percent. And even now, like I like I mentioned with the um, leaving, I, I feel like I'm exiting studio. I feel like, again, I'm losing my identity of who I'm supposed to be because I made Sylvia stage this porn star comedian and now she's slipping into a different aspect and it's like, yeah, it's just all changes. I went through a 25-year a change and now I'm going through a 40-year-old change and then I'll, you know, at 60, I'll be a whole new person again. Who knows? But, but. Th- that's the good thing about life is like there's no clear path anymore, especially yeah. with the fuckery that is the world. There's no right age. There's no right relationship. There's no time for everything to click and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's always this kind of search now being a newbie in the in the porn world do you feel that you have more of an identity now that you've entered the porn industry or do you feel that like oh now i'm just like a a sexual and also do you feel like your last identity is gone do you feel like your identity is your regular human um i feel as though i'm coming more into myself okay it's kind of like Cruella, where <laughs> <laughs> she creates this character, but then she's like, oh, this is me all along. But yeah, um, I don't think that I'm shedding anything character-wise. I just think that I'm being more open mm-hmm. and being more honest. Yeah. Do you feel like you lost people in your life when that started, when you got into adult? Not at all. I've only had support from all my friends and also all the new friends I'm making in the industry. And family? Family doesn't know yet. They're, <gasps> they're a little Catholic. Oh, you are a... I don't think they're me watching this podcast. Well, no, that's true. They probably will. That's a conversation I'm preparing myself to have with. And my family's small, too. So, like, my sister, my mother. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like it... um, Like, do you feel it eating away at you to tell them? or do you? And I know it's a conversation that's going to happen soon. What did they think you're doing? I tell them I I manage an online gallery. Okay. Because I manage an online (laughs) gallery. (laughs) Some of the pictures move. Yeah, and they're all pictures of me. And uh, no, multimedia. You are not lying. You are not lying. So that's good. You're just not telling the whole truth. So do you feel now? Because obviously you've come out to them as gay. So you, but you didn't feel you didn't feel any resentment or any backlash when you came out as gay. So why do you feel it now in the porn industry? My like, I come from a family of nurses. Um, do you I, almost feel like it's not a shame, but you feel like you didn't do enough in life? Is that where? No, not at all. Uh, my sister, my mother, they all have gay friends. Uh, my mother was a nurse in the AIDS ward, so all throughout the nineties, like that was oh, wow. a non-issue. Okay, me being gay. 
Um, but the porn thing I'm saying, do you feel like ashamed that like you could yeah, have done more? They're not as sex positive or open minded in, okay. in regard to enjoying one's body while we're still young and have them. Did but, they uh, talk about sex growing up for you? What was your like oh, birds? God, no, not at all. What was your birds and the bees conversation or did you get one? It was all a physical demonstration. Uh, they just haven't seen that we discussed that. So your parents there, there, never there, there, discussed there was no birds it in the in the bees conversation. I you never had that with my mom either, and it was a ca very Catholic family. Never. My 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 grandma gave my mom the birds and bees uh, conversation yeah. when she delivered me. <laughs> <laughs> little late, yeah, little, little late, late. Grams. <laughs> My my birds and the bees conversation was watching queer as folk, like on the lowest volume. No, that <laughs> queer as folk educated a lot of us of how sexy and positive it could be and fun. Yeah. Um, but like even like physically, that was the first time I had ever seen I any don't know what men that is. in that kind. It was a show on Showtime. I think now it's like what twenty years old. It's getting redone actually. Yeah, it's hmm. it's getting revamped. Reboot. But that was the only time we had seen without like porn mm -hmm. you know men having a highly sexual mm -hmm. life it and it was it, it was oh great. really uh, yeah i mean it was very there graphic a lot yeah super graphic is it kind of like <clears throat> sorry i lost my voice for a second was it kind of like taxi cab confession-y like that no, genre no, it was or did a group of gay friends oh it's scripted in okay in i didn't pittsburgh. know that well it's supposed to be in, in pittsburgh um, yeah vancouver okay but, but like when, when scripted i scripted show though okay yeah 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 where I grew up, there was one adult bookstore, and it was so far away. And like to get to it, like I would drive around and around, so I would end up not getting porn. So I didn't see actual sex until super late, which maybe has shaped some of my weirdness towards towards it. But interesting, yeah. But queer as folk, that was one of the ones. It's like oh. queer as folk and porn and porn. Yeah, yeah, but. Porn, I don't feel like was always as accessible. I mean, it's only become exactly. in the past like twenty years that it's been like a regular thing for people. I feel like porn on wasn't even on the internet twenty years ago. I mean, was it? Was the internet twenty years ago? No. And I remember, <laughs> Mike, what? We, we, we would always have magazines, so it'd be <clears> like <throat> some some friend's dad's magazine or whatever. Yeah, it but they didn't have it. dicks in them. No, I well, so my friend's dad had penthouse, and that was like. I was like, oh, I saw a dick for the Oh, like, Penthouse had dicks. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I, mean, I, I didn't have a, a father figure. I didn't have any mm. of that in my family. So it was not like I was seeing dad or anything like that. So the dicks you were seeing were like in like the gym? Not even. I mean, we didn't even. I'm like, what? I don't know. Where... I mean, even like in high school, there was no like locker rooms the way that you see. I, remember, it's Orange County. So. Our locker rooms were. We had, I saw all sorts of naked girls in our locker rooms. We were wide open. We didn't have like group showers or anything like that. Like I feel like you see in the movies. Yeah. But we de I don't even remember taking a shower in gym if I'm being I learned honest. a lot in locker rooms in my adult life, I have to say. <laughs> in your adult life, though, but not growing up. No, no, no. Uh, what has you? What have you learned most about getting into the industry, especially during COVID? You got into it in like such uh, an odd time. Yeah, it's kind of difficult. Um, I remember when I first made uh, started making content for the fan pages. It was kind of like get tested for COVID and then like make all these scenes for like one week with a, yeah. like, for with other people making content, and then go back into hibernation. And yeah, you had to be careful. Um, but yeah. But now you love. Oh, but now I love. Um, but. But now you're loving doing it, right? Oh, I think I, I was loving it from the beginning. But yeah, actually being in L.A. and seeing like the heart of the porn industry and being part of it is kind of part of my language, but fucking epic. Yeah, because now you're getting to like literally fuck all the people you've been watching. 
for a while, right? I mean, yeah. does it not? I, I'm I'm checking them off the list. Right. Some are going back on to the top of the list. For you know what? I feel like I didn't get to do that though because I didn't really watch porn before I got in. Like I mm. kind of a little like a like we had like a DVD that would like circulate between my girlfriends and I. But and I actually looked for one of the girls. Um, Carmela Laval or something like that but she wasn't around when I got in but I didn't have that so I didn't really like know porn stars when I, I got like in for gay porn it's kind of like a sport where like they should probably make trading cards at this point yeah, yeah and you, you, you have gay porn stars whereas the guys in straight porn I think we've talked about this, yeah like the actual idea of a straight star they're just kind of background they're yeah. A prop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but even the women I didn't really know you know like Jenna Jameson is all you I mean from an outside person from who was super Midwestern and like didn't like I didn't you know we've talked about it I didn't even masturbate till I was 19 because I was so afraid of like like Jesus <laughs> watching me um and like finding out what I was doing and what I was into um so yeah it just was a different just a different way of life out there I don't know well, and from living a shame from us hanging out it's also you know it's fun to like fuck people that you you know fantasize about but I can't uh, believe all of the hard work from the editing that takes forever from even booking and all of that it's like it's it's too much work editing is so fun <gasps> for now no. but yeah I like it it's like you have I... to learn all of that there's no studio that's taking care of that there's no studio that's doing your branding there's no studio that's yeah. helping you with social media it's like you really are on your own a one man oh, show I'm learning yeah. as I go yeah I didn't know shit about Twitter when I first started this I didn't know anything about the algorithms well and there is no way to teach people that yeah. there really isn't because everyone is going <laughs> if, even if there were a way to teach it you almost wouldn't want it because then people wouldn't find new ways of like succeeding and new ways of doing things they'd just be following this like you know, checklist of what to do. But I feel like that's not how you're going to get wildly successful. Like, look at people like um, uh, Pierce, um, uh, Pierce. Pierce. Paris. Paris. Yeah. Thank you. He went completely like almost like jackass style with his porn, like doing just absurd things that nobody else was going to be doing. And that got his name like out there and like known to people for just being like this crazy porn star. But that wouldn't have been like, an objective way to like do it how to get above in the industry you know yeah. like everybody has a different way of doing it so i don't even know that you would want like a script like and plus you never know what audiences are going to respond to that is 100 percent true like, yeah some of the stuff that goes viral i'm like what yeah it doesn't even make sense it doesn't make any sense i i think that all the time and sometimes when people tell me who their favorite porn stars are and i'm like how and they're like could they do the like raunchiest yeah. shit and i'm like okay so it has nothing to do with yeah <laughs> has nothing to do with their physical appearance that's not why you're watching them it's because they will do whatever you know absolutely anything well and pierce kind of did that he added yeah. comedy to his scenes but he mm -hmm. was also fucking every type of person yep. in every type of scenarios he even got a van mm -hmm. and he would just like drive around fucking people it's like yeah. he really did a lot yeah. of work is he still around though um he is I don't um, know the answer to that. He's, yeah. he's not doing as much work. Yeah, okay. And I'm not sure if the scenes that are being released are... Older. Yeah, that mm -hmm. they're, you know, we know that there's Backlog. a lot of stuff in the you know, mm -hmm. vaults. Um, yeah. I think, um, and I'm not, uh, I don't think I'm giving any secrets away, but I think his personal life, uh, he was in a relationship, and oh. I don't know if he was engaged. That, that's that's just kind of what, what I heard. Oh, got you. I think personal life changed for him. Yeah, but I'm just I just wondered because he's an example of like how, yeah. you know, dive in in different ways into the industry. So I'm excited to see how you're going to dive in and I'm excited to see how 
you're going to make your niche, you know, and uh, just be this amazing power verse and just knock it out of the water. Power verse, I feel so... uh, yeah. Step up to the plate with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's why true. Not? It, yeah. it is very true. Now, what kind of scenes, like if, if you're going to do studio work, which I, I know you you want to get into more studio work, yeah, it's like fun. what kind of scenes do you really want to do? Like like what do you think your, your niche is that you really think that you would be a great star at? I don't know if I have just one niche, but my interests, I definitely love all anything locker room, groups. Uh, public is kind of a guilty pleasure mm-hmm. of mine. Mm-hmm. I think public is so hot. I love so watching hot. public films. Yeah. I love watching public films. As long as I there's just, no kid around when you're taking the yeah. picture, it's really hot. I just love any of it. Honestly, like I love people who have a bunch of windows in their house and like leave their lights on at night and leave those blinds open. Like, Thank you so much. I'm I so really, nosy. really like I just want to see what they're watching on TV. I want to see what they're making for dinner. I, I want to see like, same. little details. Is I what want I, it yeah. all. I yeah. want to watch. And I do it for people. I do it in my apartment. I live on the second level and I, my windows are open to the outside and I will do it only if I'm doing something interesting if I am just sitting on TikTok and I'm ordering Postmates I will draw the blinds because I don't want people to see me being lazy but if I'm being active and I'm like if I have people over or for God forbid I'm cooking one night ever in my life um, I want people to see it I'm like look at me (laughs) look at me being productive in my life watch it people watch the show like yeah I love it uh, I'm not getting fucked in the windows because no one's fucking me. Not yet. But, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's so sad. Um, do you think you'll ever get back into art? Or is there another passion that you've always had that you haven't been able to explore? No, I, I, I'm enjoying the break from it, but I have been jonesing a lot. I love installing a show. I love working one-on-one with artists and curating and deciding what fits and what doesn't fit and how they fit together. Um, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a moment before I get back into it. And also, we'll see um, how my new reputation fits back into it when the time comes. Yeah. If but they, w- the, if they will world. welcome so you gonna, back. If you're going to judge someone on that level, like, you right. don't But there's the a lot world. of snooty people in the art world. A of lot course. of people it's with money finance. that don't, they're not buying it for the art. They're just buying, like, I own this piece. Mm-hmm. So I, I could see that there, there could be some resistance or, you know, get into, like, erotic art. Uh, <gasps> oh yeah so one thing i was doing uh working in the new york art world i got into art modeling and posing for live drawing classes so I, I there's was, a lot to draw there you know what you Aww. should do do you have a gi- giant penis or something and i just don't know it you've never seen no his i work? haven't seen it you penis. guys are friends you've never seen this work I, that's like you said we're friends yeah that's why it's Honey, because I've seen we're everything friends that you've done. is it giant yeah, I know you have. it is is it's it just like giant. a giant third just, leg hanging down from you it's, okay <laughs> It's I don't above know. Above average I in the, 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 the okay. industry. Okay. And okay. other people do too. I still can't believe we haven't sneaked a peek. No. I just haven't yet. I, I watch mean, your I, stuff every now and then. It pops up. I'm like, oh, I might as well. I will. Now I will go and look at your penis. I will just because I want to know. Well, he has a very different energy some, on, on some screen. Okay, nice great. Shots. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But it's so <laughs> funny because his energy on screen is very, um, it's, it's, uh, I just have fun. But it's very strong, like you know, the shy kind of mm-hmm. whatever. It's it's not on screen at all, and he like yeah. takes control. Um, especially even if he's like next to like a like a big muscle guy or something, he still has this very unique energy, which I think is very fresh to the industry. Sex is your safe place. Sex is my safe place. I love that. <laughs> it took so long for safe to feel or sex sex to feel safe for me, especially on set. So that's amazing that you already feel like natural in that. Like I, 
I always feel like I feel supernatural when we're doing the um, acting portion. And then as soon as they're like, okay, we're ready for sex. I'm like, oh, here we go. Okay. All right. You're really good at the acting part, too. <laughs> yeah. I love that part, though. That's my favorite. That's the part that I'm nervous about. I, what? I feel like I'd be a terrible actor. Oh, my I God. I love it. All the build up. All the stories. I love stories. I do, too. Yeah. I love the build up. Yesterday was so much fun for me for that reason. Okay. But wait. We have a word of the day. This is Sylvia Sage's sexy, funny, raw word of the day. Do you know what it is? And of course, so this is our word of the day. So it's a sex terminology word that I did not know the meaning to before we started. It's because I like to learn a little something on the show. So I will read the word and then you let me know what you think the word means. And then I'll tell you what the actual meaning is. Because no one has ever gotten a correct I don't think in the history of the show anyone has gotten a correct I think, answer. Uh, I think truffle butter was one of the very, very first oh, ones. Oh, then I think somebody might have got gotten it. it. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what is truffle butter? <laughs> Ugh, nope. It's the booty It's the booty juice that uh, comes when it's like a little bit of lube, but a little bit of like the brown. Um, Santorum is truffle butter. What? Right? It's Santorum. I don't know what Santorum Rick Santorum. Is. That's the whole the, the joke at the time was when you Google Rick Santorum, like this other thing comes up. Oh, really? Yeah. No, oh, I, I don't know. know. Yeah. But it happens uh, between the area of like the actual asshole and like yeah. whatever you have going up in, in front. Yeah. Kira Knightley explained it really well on some late night what? show. Yeah. Kira the Knightley. British accent, nice. it all sounds great. I love that. See, I love <laughs> that we're talking about sex on mainstream stuff. Okay. okay, but this word is uh, Kilgon. No, that's not correct. Klingons. Is that really how you pronounce yes. it? Yes. Oh. I was going to try and make it really technical, and it was not that at all. Klingons. Klingons is the term. Klingons. That's the thing from Star Trek, is it? It's also something else. Something in, in Star Trek, but yes. Yes. A Klingon. That's when um, you have sex with someone, and it's just so good that they just cling on to you. They're just messaging you on oh. all the different platforms. That actually more. sounds like it would be. But this is way more disgusting and something that has um, happened to me personally. What? <laughs> yes. Oh, God, girl. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Klingons is pieces of toilet paper or ex- <laughs> or ex- excrement that cling to a person's asshole, like um, chuff nuts, barnacles, or dingleberries are some synonyms to I was describe. thinking dingleberries, but I was thinking that's way too fucking gross to be at the answer. Um, dingleberries, yeah. So uh, it's just like a piece of something still hanging. Um, not only have I, uh, I found them in men's assholes because straight men have no idea no how to clean clue. an asshole. And it's they really... Have, they sell dude wipes at Target now. Now there's no excuse. Honestly, I don't even think, unless you are very aware of your cleanliness, I don't even think men should have hair on their asshole. I think if you don't know how to take care of it, just get rid of it because the, you get stuff stuck down there and you need to be aware. So, um, But I had it happen to me. Um, a man found it. Oh it was God. my ex, actually. We The guy I was with for like five years that we bought a house together. He said the very, very first time he ever went down oh on me. Oh, my God. He said he saw toilet paper and he literally oh just my like, God. he said he moved it out of the way and just went with it because he was like, he was so attracted to me. He didn't want to make it weird. And he didn't tell me that oh, until years that's later. That's a gentleman. Yeah. It was like years later, we bought a house and we were kind of joking about something along those lines. And he was like, do you know the first time I ate you out, I had to move toilet paper off your pussy and I was like no I was like why would you not tell me that but I think you just didn't want me to be embarrassed that's actually very sweet because if anybody has anything going a little wayward you're like calling it 
hold. Shower turns on. Postmates well, or no, Uber gets called. Like, well, now ooh. at this point, I have a different like. I weirdly think that like people are like raiding my vagina when I leave the room. So I like weirdly like I'm like if it's not like pristine and perfect, like I don't want anyone to be around it. It's but. also like part of your job too. Well, that too. Yeah. But yeah. But I, I I think like you said, the majority of straight men have they don't no. even look down there. They just like oh, God. And it is embarrassing. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Is all I have to say. Have you ever experienced dingleberries on someone or yourself? Have you ever found them? Oh God, no. But that's also I'm so afraid <laughs> to hook up with straight men. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you know yeah. it's just nasty down there. Yeah, yeah. Have you ca- have you seen it and called it really? Yeah, have you seen any Klingons? Uh, close to it, or it's just not quite ready. It's not and ready. Yeah. If there's too much hair, I I cannot. Mm-mm. I have sent. Boys into the bathroom with like a razor, razor. yeah, because I love no, a smooth. I, I swear to God, I <laughs> oh have my God. because <laughs> I, I, I can't. I, I can't just because I know what's happening. You know, like, also I don't want to put my tongue on all that hair either. Yes, That's for you. me. But I feel like there's a like a really classy way to classy. There's a, a a really classy way to go about like going down slowly down their back and like. I am like them the razor. Don't just jump right into it because you never know what surprises are going to pop. Oh up. yeah, hundred percent. Or, or I'm on. never, I'm never a blind ass eater. Uh uh-uh, uh. No. I'm nope. almost a little offended when I when I go down on someone and they haven't like maintained, like they haven't groomed, and I'm just like, really? Why'd you you would pre- right? There. You would yeah. present this to me? Like, what do you? Yeah, I'm offended. Okay, so I have something to, to ask you. Yeah. If somebody only has one ball, or let's say there was something different about their penis, like mm-hmm. it was blotchy or. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I've had that. I've had lots of different, yeah. So I, uh, having this conversation with some friends mm-hmm. just a, a couple of weeks ago, at what point do you tell them, like, hey, just so you know, I have one ball? Because you don't want to just put that out there because then you're assuming that they're going to mm-hmm. go down on you. Have you had sex with someone with one ball? I have not. You really can't tell. Like I was going to say, that wouldn't one of the bother por- me whatsoever. Jake Nicola, who we interviewed, he only has one ball. You can't really tell. Yeah, I don't I don't honestly even know that you would notice unless you were like really into ball sucking. Yeah. Because sometimes... On, My friend knew because it was very obvious. But sometimes on guys, and I'm sure you have either had this or seen it on someone else, where one of the balls goes up, and so you can almost only see mm-hmm. the one anyway, and you have to like fight it back down. You know, you got to... Like, <laughs> like present, like go back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like it's like gone inside the body. No, have you not ever Who had you that? Sex with? I've had balls disappear all the time, and you got to like fish them back it out. Sounds like a lava lamp to shit moving. It's around what it has. I've experienced that. Yeah, I actually had a straight friend like message me about that the other day because he was like, "Is this normal?" And I was like, "Oh yeah," but now you guys are like, "No, that's not." And yeah, I'm like, I'm "I've it right seen now. it." I've seen it plenty. But like, at what point do you say, hey, I could be just a little different than... I think when you... I think once the making out has... Because you don't ever want to assume that like you're on a date and you're like, hey, by the way, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, yeah. but you also want them to be like, hey, I care enough about you that you like. I think I when you're making out them. and you're like getting, everybody knows when you're about to fuck. Let's be honest. There's just like that, True. like so, there's that the, extra blood. I think you pumping. should know dot dot dot. What's like the dot 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 of your question besides one ball? Because I think we got past that one. Uh, no, but it's kind of like that. Um, I was with somebody and they had such like a uh, a blotchy 
dick. Penis, yeah. Yeah, it had like, uh, I don't know if he had vitiligo or something, which, fine. Yeah. But I didn't know when you're in the dark and you see splatches, you you're like, like you been warm or something. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you need to know what, what's happening. I understand that. And I've also been with men who had um, like a skin discoloration yeah. on their yeah. penis in that same way. And I did that too, where I'm like, is something wrong? That's, you know, yeah. like, so I think... You're right. And like a just a heads up is nice. Like, hey, I have a skin condition before you go down there and you think it's a rash or whatever, you know, like yeah. I, I haven't been in that situation, but I feel like I would just pick up. A, I don't have it a leg on my cock. But if I yeah. did, I would just like look at their face and be like, "Oh, they look worried. I should tell them that they should get a Lego or one nut or whatever it may be." But I mean, I don't tell people about my shit mole right before I fuck them, and they're gonna see that, you know. So. Can shitmole uh, shit be the word of the day? For <laughs> yeah. It should. It should be. <laughs> yeah. What well, is some... Exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then some people in the bedroom, they think that you're just not going to, like, notice or care enough. And it's like, yeah. you know, if it's really going to affect our good time together, then it's going to, like, when guys show up off Grinder and they don't look like their picture at all, and they think you're just not going to say something. No. Can I just say that is dishonest. It is. That is you're, you're, that's a liar. Red flags get out of there. And also, I don't they understand know. when they like they get upset know. that you're like, oh well, why yeah. would you care if I? Because this is the person I thought I was yeah. meeting, and now yeah. I'm just my first impression wrong. is deception. That's Bad not attractive. Marketing. Yeah, <laughs> if you would have shown me a picture of you ten years or you know. 10 years ago and 50 pounds heavier and been like, hey, this is what this was. You know, this is this now. Like, we could have had that conversation, but now you've just lied. Like, that's just not a good, I don't know. Oh, you know what? I was in, in this situation. Yeah. Uh, hot guy at the bar, super, just so my type. And we spent, we got drunk and we spent like the whole evening together. Then we get back. He had, he had weighed 300 pounds. Okay. And so he was not that weight. I mean, he was whatever thin. but he had to wear compression for the skin mm -hmm. so i that's what i went through and i'm not sure knowing before what i would have done mm, if so that would have point of the swayed did he tell you when we were about to have sex and he took off his shirt and he had a compression shirt but i think that's then... the time i think that's the time you say it because before then it's probably embarrassing for him to tell you hey i've lost all this wait i have all this saggy skin like i can see how that would be a mental fuck for him to have to tell random strangers yeah you know not completely random you're on a date with them right well it wasn't a date you no, just it, met no, him yeah no we, we just met like out in west hollywood and yeah. then we ended up and you know i mean i was so smitten with him and then it was it was it was a lot of mm -hmm. skin mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and it was just it, it wasn't something that i was physically do you think that if he would have told you earlier, you would have been mentally prepared for it? Um, yes, but I think it might have scared me. You think it would have swayed your opinion completely? I don't know. I would like to think not, but I'm just really, really honest yeah. about what I can get into. And no, a hundred percent. And uh, like I said, it was a lot of skin. Yeah, I mean, I have a problem with men when the skin is even like a almost like a saggy. You know, yeah. when I like go to like grab their back and I'm like, ooh, it's sliding on your bones. You know, like there's a, oh you know, God. like so I get it. Like it's a feel thing. It's a texture. Yeah. I can't eat oysters. You know, like it's a, <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> so I get it. And we all have our things also. Like I don't want to have sex with a micro penis. That's just my thing. I don't want to do that. And you just turn them over. 
Oh, you're not a gay man. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, but I will fuck him. Yeah, especially if he has a micro dick. I will for sure do it. Yeah. Well, so let's talk a little bit about love and dating. So you're new in the industry. You're kind of newish to L.A. You spent some time in Palm Springs. Uh, what's going on in the love and dating department? Is that is that on your priority list? Is that something that you think you can mesh with your uh, adult industry job? Um, there's zero on that front right now. It's really not on my radar. Uh, I'm not saying no to it if it were to happen. That's nice, but yeah. I mean, everywhere I take him, like we hang out, it's like, "Who's your friend? He's so hot." Blah 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 blah. It's like, <laughs> but you, but you seem like oblivious to it, or just like not interested. I'm probably just oblivious to it. Yeah, I would say that. I feel I don't know. Love is a hard thing, especially when you're coming into the adult industry because you're trying so hard to make a name for yourself, having sex with strangers, and then to like have like a real life attachment. I feel like it's just hard. I don't know. That's you have to find a very I, but like I've, yeah. I've been single for so long that I feel like that's just nothing new at this point. What, yeah. Why do you think you have been if, single if, for, if, if for anything, so long? I feel like I'm, I'm part, becoming part of a, a peer group that I'm like okay, more like minded people. Maybe I'll finally meet a boyfriend. Who knows? Mm. But um, yeah, it's just not on my radar. Uh, but how come you haven't been in a relationship for a, a while? Are you going on dates or are you just not? Oh, goodness. Hard-hitting questions, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I I, it know. always surprises it's me. Just, it's never been on my radar. I feel like I have a, enough awesome friends in my life. Um, have you had serious relationships? Yeah, yeah okay. I have. The last one was probably well over three years ago. Okay. But... I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. There's a big difference between lonely and alone. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, but that, that is very true. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody wants to go on a date, I'll be like, mm, do I really want to put that energy in? And, and also, sometimes it works, but I don't feel like I need, I haven't gone on a date in a week. I never no, feel No, I way. definitely don't feel like that. And honestly, I just put way too much energy into a human recently. And I'm like, why? Why did I put so much effort into something that didn't require it well it has to be weird like i've said this to you and it's probably annoying the fuck mm-hmm. out of you but like other people when you say oh you know i'm s- uh, single and i've been single for so many years it's like mm-hmm. oh my god you have and it's like yeah. bitch calm down it's not like the yeah. end of the world but it always surprises me because yeah. you know we have assumptions of successful people in the industry because right. of looks and your energy and you're such a strong woman that i would think oh my god you know what a catch for somebody right um i think that too no, and <laughs> that's, but that, that's the empowerment that you have it's like i don't need somebody to right. tell me that or to right. make me feel that. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, very and, You know, most guys in L.A. are awful. Sylvia, do you think it's hard for guys to see you not as a sex object? Or yes. Porn? Yeah, so. Yes. I think the number one thing is I'm very interesting to get to know, but not to have a prolonged anything with for the simple fact of women lose um, – a value in a lot of straight men's eyes when they have a lot of sex partners. Like, so I have, although it's a fun casualty and I'm a nice, like a uh, box to check. I'm not the box that you want to keep around forever. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I think one fun thing is on grinder. Like I'm the last person to be like, Oh, I'm horny right now. But like, that's pretty much the messages you get from everybody. Mm-hmm. In the last yeah. like, grinders for, I'm sorry. They're yeah. just like, Oh, like I'm horny. I, I don't know. I just want to like meet a workout buddy or something. And then you can occasionally fuck up in the locker room. Then go yeah. to Tinder. No, it always but, bugs me when guys start sending all these talkie messages. It's like, Oh, what do you do for a living? No, I don't care. Just show me your dick. <laughs> show me your ass. What time? And so, that's usually I'm just going on to check my messages. And then like, bloop, like five other ones show up. It's like, oh, I don't want to be rude. 
would I have to? Uh, <laughs> oh, you I'm poor not, thing. No, I'm not. Poor, poor thing. But, okay. but my, my thing is that all these guys are like, oh, I'm horny. Here's a dick pic. Here's a dick pic. And then they're That's like. That's what it's for. And, 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 and then they're like, oh, I'm working from home. What are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm going off to shoot some porn. And they're like, what? Like, well, 10 seconds ago, you were the sex addict. And now I'm this right. crazy person to you. That yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It sets you in a different light. That's yeah. for sure. Okay. Well, we do have to wrap up because there are other people that need to have the studio after us. So I will say a huge thank you to Fleshbot and to Cybersocket uh, for being our sponsor. Thank you, Alexander, to being here with us. Thank Always. You, thank you to our special guest, Mr. AJ Sloan. Tell the people where they can find you. On my socials. Instagram is AJ Sloan, S-L-O-A-N-X. Uh, Twitter, OnlyFans and Just Her Fans are AJ Sloan XXX. And Beautiful. he's a newbie, so support him, retweet him, yeah. subscribe. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Cash App and PayPal, the triple X's. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we got to make these people some money. Yes, money, honey. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Until next time. Adios.